0: Welcome along. What we're going to be talking about today is really getting it together, together. And I think in order to serve ourselves and then serve the community and then obviously serve um, anybody else, whether it, whatever your vision is as a couple, um, as far as you want to take that in terms of a legacy or whatever it is that you want to create, it always starts with actually working out how you can best work together. And so it makes me think that really this is um, like a proven... Um, strategy and you know Tony Robbins is really renowned for for teaching a lot of his neuro-linguistic programming or or understanding what a strategy is and he talks about the fact that a strategy is a specific way of organizing your resources in order to consistently produce a specific result and you know I think within couples what's really important is that you have a strategy for having an optimal relationship And so what's important when we think about, you know, pulling out the words, you know, we all understand um, what organizing means. That means you have to get prepared in advance. If you're prepared in advance and you understand what it takes to have an optimal relationship, then what you can do is just trigger those responses as soon as they're needed. And usually what I find within my relationship is when I'm up, you know, Kent's down, when Kent's up, I'm down, you know, it's sort of a bit of a seesaw up and down. And so what's really important is that we need to get organized that says when we're going out in public, or that if we're meant to be in a party, or if people are coming into our home, we need to be able to know what are our basic tasks in terms of organization, so that we can always fall back on those things. And so it might be that, you know, I'm much, much faster at you know, the quick tidy. I am very um, quick at being able to put everything away and so the house looks really, really clean in somewhere between four or five minutes. You know, what Kent is absolutely fantastic in is usually different than whats what I'm fantastic in. You know, in terms of the laundry, there's no one better than him. We call him the stain master at our house. In fact, when um, we were taking someone through our new home, Joshua um, pointed to the laundry and said, "That's Daddy's room." And so <laughs> we realised that uh, perhaps he was spending a little bit too much time in the laundry. But um, but we recognised that you know naturally we have strengths, and so therefore we need to get organised within our own home. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to follow the same custom that your parents followed. Now with Kent coming from um, a, a split family, he was lucky enough to have two mums and two dads and both of those households ran completely differently. And of course, then I bring into the mix what I worked in our house when I was youngest of six kids. And a lot of the time it was the siblings that were organizing me. It wasn't even mum or dad. In fact, I don't even think I have a memory of um, mum or dad organizing me until well into my late teens. And so, you know, that was a totally different upbringing. And so you're going to bring all this into the table and if you expect it to be like it was when you were a kid, that's going to be very challenging for your partner and it's going to take you longer to get it together together. In fact you might even be finding that it's easier when the other person isn't there. And you know if you're going through that phase, and it is just a phase, then you've got to understand that that's the strategy you're using at the moment. That look you go out and I will get this all sorted and then you come home when it's done. And sometimes that is going to be the most consistent result that's going to be positive in the short term, but it's not necessarily going to be the solution that we want for you to take forever and ever. And so let's have a look at the the resources that we're talking about. Now resources, when we're talking about a strategy, if you think about a love resource, then it's what you focus on, what you tell yourself, what you picture, uh, the words that you use, they're all your strategies that you're using. Okay, just the same as if we're looking for a health strategy, it might be the exercise you do, the water you drink, the food that you eat, the how you breathe, um, you know what you're saying to yourself, what you're focusing on. All of those things are the strategies. And so when we're looking at the resources in terms of um, as a couple, then you definitely be having a look at the ingredients that make up your resources, as um, how you communicate. You know, how you're breathing, what you're focused on, what you're telling yourself about the other person, what you're telling yourself about yourself, um, all of those types of things are going to be your resources that you, can, that you can pull on to get a specific consistent strategy that is positive. Remember, the whole thing when you're getting it together, together is that you're working um, as a team. And so why do we want consistency? Why is that really important? Well, the first reason why it's important is that you can duplicate it. You know, um, we go away once a quarter and do all of our planning as a couple and we, we get a, um, uh, somebody to come in and look after the kids. And we've done that ever since we had um, Michaela at six months old. And so this was something that, you know, I learned from my mentors was that couples need time apart and it's really healthy for everybody. It's healthy for the children. It's healthy for us as a couple. um, You know, and it just gives us time to really, um, you know, get the clarity that we need, get off the treadmill and have a look at where we're actually going. And what I found was in that first um, probably four years when we were going away on these weekends is that we would argue. We'd argue and we'd fight just getting packed up. We'd argue and fight on our way there. We'd argue and fight during the weekend. It would never seem to work out what I had imagined in my head that was meant to be the result. And it was never what Kent was imagining should have been the result for him either. And it took us a long period of time to recognize that You know the strategy that kent was implementing and the strategy that i would like him to implement were not congruent and because i kept on trying to butt into his strategy he saw it as disrespectful and i just thought it was a bit silly that he wasn't listening to my very very you know calm wisdom of what would work and what would be better and so we used to have these arguments and um it made it make now that i look back it makes perfect sense where we were going wrong You know, our strategy now and what works for us, um, you know, 100% predictably, is that I get prepared four days before, three days before, two days before, and then I disappear. And I come back just 20 minutes before the car is due to drive out the driveway. And so I've packed all my things, the kids are all organized, everything's been looked after, uh, because Kent is very organized and very pre-planning. And then leading up he likes to pack the car in a specific way, leave the house in a specific way and have all of the things that he feels calm so that when he drives away he's got everything ticked and he knows exactly where it is. So when he's unpacking at the other end, he can unpack in the correct order. And it works out so beautifully. So consistency helps us to duplicate that every single quarter. That's our winning formula, it took us a while to do that, but the benefit of now that we understand what works for us, now we can help anyone else master the same strategy. So by sitting down and really listening to them for about half an hour or just observing them when they're stressed, it's very, very simple for Kent and I to to observe where the major challenges are. And so that's the next thing, you've got to recognize the fact that you're not the first one that's going through this process of getting aligned as a couple. And so it's really important to understand that once you can master a strategy, then you can manage somebody else through that strategy. Now, if you're a leader in business and you're having a conference every quarter for your business owners and they're bringing their spouses or or whatever it is that they're doing, would you imagine that they too would be going through the same challenges? And sometimes we need to manage others through the same process that we too used to have challenges with. But unless you understand strategy, you can never ever get a consistent result. You kind of just leave people to it. And, you know that can lead to bigger challenges obstacles meaning they don't want to participate or they don't want to come next time because there was more pain than pleasure Associated with actually coming on conference or or coming away that type of thing. The other really important um, Reason that we want to understand Consistency is that once we can learn to model somebody in a couple of hours. We can get the same result that they're getting within their life. And how empowered are you when you start to recognize as a couple that when you meet a couple that you decide have something in their relationship that you both desire and you both want, then you can get it together really, really quickly, ask the appropriate questions of how does that work, and then model it based on what your strengths are as a couple. And that to me was the ultimate goal. You know, if I could fast track my relationship by hanging around people that had the authentic relationships that I were looking for, meaning that, you know, when they were at parties they genuinely liked each other, there wasn't that kind of backstabbing or or putting the other partner down, which I hear so much and I see so much within even just some of the school friends that I, I still keep in contact with. Um, other businesswomen that feel they have to downgrade their their husbands, or um, you know, businessmen that I work with, that you know, talk about the challenges they have with their wives. I didn't. I didn't want that. I didn't want any of it, and I certainly didn't want to feel that peer pressure that I needed to make stuff up to fit in. That wasn't what I was looking for, and um, and I really wanted to empower and encourage other couples to get to a place where they have that consistently high standard. Between themselves, and they decide that this is our formula, and this is what we're going to stick to. So, part of getting it together together is knowing that you do have a strategy. So, have you ever recognised the fact? And um, Tony Robbins talks about this too that you might have a strategy. That means that you have more month than money. Have you ever realised that you've got uh, a strategy to always be feeling tired, or, or feeling fat, or feeling unhealthy? You know these are strategies because if you consistently say you know I don't have any money I don't have any money I don't have any money well then surely you must be consistently doing the things that would give you that result and so it makes sense that we can easily swap and have strategies that will enable us to be saving regularly to be working things out to have healthy relationships and to be healthy and vibrant within ourselves And so that's what I guess, you know, the the key analogy is that of cooking. Okay, so if you think about cooking, how do you get a consistently good result uh, when you cook? You know, are there certain guidelines you follow, are there certain um, things that you need to understand? And we all know these to be recipes, don't we? In terms of recipes, I mean, if you watch somebody um, cook the most unbelievable dinner, and you taste it, then you can say, you must send me the recipe. Now, provided you've got the recipe in the correct order with the correct amounts and the right ingredients that are being put in, doesn't it make sense that you should get the same result? Well, not necessarily. And this is certainly something that I've recognized as in I've watched couples for years and years that are really trying to get it together. They're modeling everyone else, they're doing as best as they can, and they're trying bits of everything, but it's still not really working. It's not working from the point of view that there still isn't that synergy as a couple. And so there's a lot more to it when you think about a strategy. And that's why I want to sort of take you into a little bit of the background so that you understand as you're setting up your strategies where the, um, I guess, the the syntax comes from, which is the, the direction in which you need to be moving, but also the sequence that you need to be moving but use this example if I if I know all the numbers of your telephone number that doesn't necessarily mean I can dial you on the telephone and get through to you because I need to know the sequence of what the numbers are to be able to have it effective and so many couples aren't getting it together because something's out of sequence okay people are assuming that well you're my wife and therefore this is what I expect without putting some of the softness prior to their request they're not getting what it is that they want and I see that time and time again so what are the modalities or or what are the recipe secrets for human communication and we have five senses or five modalities in which we communicate okay so we have visual we have kinesthetic we have auditory gustatory and olfactory now visual is obviously what we see and these come in two forms, Submodalities are the internal and the external. So visual um, external is you looking at me on the screen right now. Visual internal is closing your eyes and imagining what it is that I look like. Does that make sense? So then we would have um, auditory, so what I'm saying to you right now. And then later on, remembering back to what it is that I said, that's internal. Okay, so internal versus external, what's actually happening, what I remember to be true. Visual or auditory, what I'm seeing, the pictures in my head, what I'm saying to myself. Okay, so these are where there's massive conflicts that happen as couples. I'm sure you'll agree is that he says something and you feel something which is kinesthetic inside, internally. You feel something internally, you send out an external kinesthetic modality. And he registers that as a visual, meaning you slump your shoulders over, or you huff, or you get that angry look on your face. And it triggers in him an auditory external response, which is what? And you say, nothing. And then visually, internally, he might picture how that night's going to play out, and auditory internally say, ugh oh, women, I just don't understand them. Okay, and that's your strategy for getting it together together. So it's clearly not working, but how we actually recognize it is what we see, what we hear, how we feel. So how we feel might be the touch that somebody gives us. So if somebody reaches for your hand and holds your hand, the feeling of them holding your hand is the muscular feelings external, how it makes you feel inside is the internal kinesthetic feeling. Okay, so there's lots of different ones, olfactory is the smell think of old factory so the smell of what you're sensing right now versus the memory of the smell and then duster trees the taste okay the taste of what you are tasting right now and then the memory of a taste in fact you know I had an interesting experience Kent drove me um, through a neighborhood that I hadn't driven through um in ages and we weren't even talking we were sort of just sitting there and i had this real horrible feeling in my gut you know to the point where that real acidic feeling comes in the back of my throat and i looked around and it was actually when i was really young i um snuck out one night and and went off to this nightclub and i ended up getting myself in this ridiculous amount of trouble and um And had a situation that could have turned very very nasty but it didn't and I was very grateful for that but where we were parked at the traffic lights was right outside where this little scuffle had taken place and not only Um, did my body react and respond, it knew from, um, it gave me a a sense of right from my gut sending fear up the back of my throat to that real acidic feel. And so your body will react and respond, it's very very wise as to the triggers that it will send. And it took me a little while visually to go oh my gosh and it brought back this whole memory, so visual internal and I got all um, frustrated and I got all upset and um, it wasn't until I explained to Kent later on what had happened he's like why didn't you tell me I would never have driven past there had I known but I didn't know until it happened and a lot of you are coming unstuck in terms of your communication because you're reaching triggers that have been in your past relationships or you're you're hearing words that your mother said to you or your father said to you or or somebody who was bullying you at school said to you and it's bringing up triggers that are internal but they're coming out externally as confusing to your partner. And your partner then thinks that they've done something wrong when in actual fact they haven't got all the information. So when you understand that, you know, when we look at these modalities, our strategy for actually getting it together means that we need to communicate very, very clearly and think back to times when you've worked with synergy towards a common goal. Because that's what this program has been about you know this whole process is for you to decide okay if we really really understand that this is where we want to be in the future and our goal is to be um, you know, one of the leisure seekers, healthy enlightened millionaires. We wanna be tithing $500 a month. We wanna know that we're living within our means every month. We wanna be really clear around the people that we hang around and the type of experiences we're having. And we wanna travel every you know, three to six months overseas or whatever it is, then you have this clarity of vision. And then you start to move towards that vision. And as you move towards the vision, stuff's going to come up and so what's important is as it comes up and you hit those obstacles or those irritations is you can actually start to navigate your way together out of those minefields without causing the other person huge upset and to be honest that's really where I see the potential for this program is to understand that every individuals on a journey Okay, now Kent could never—he ha- couldn't have changed what happened to me in that situation because I was young. I didn't know him. He couldn't have had any influence. But he can influence it right now. He could influence it right now by saying the right thing, by leaning over and just patting my hand. He could, you know, look at me sympathetically. He could, um, you know, give me a hug, let me cry. Um, he could buy me a present. He could do lots of different things that would show that he cares. And it would be our strategy for working together and fast-tracking me out of whatever emotion that I get stuck in. Whether it be fear, um, whether it be sabotage. W- what's sabotage, really? When you think about setting a goal and then not moving towards the goal, there's really no such thing as sabotage. It's just a values mismatch. And, uh, and that just means that you know, what we're fearing, we're moving away from. And what we vision, we're moving towards, is a conflict there. And so it seemingly looks as if we're not moving towards it, but actually there's something in our values that it creates pain or, or whatever it is that is is more certain for us. And so therefore we're, we're sticking to those strategies. So a good example is somebody who has a value that they, they hate failure and they've got a vision that they wanna lose weight. But putting themselves on some type of a program or a diet where they're accountable to somebody sets them up for potential failure. And so therefore they refuse to go or stick to programs like that because there's too much pain associated with it okay as opposed to the vision so you know here you've got a couple and one of those um people that keeps on talking about the story so their external auditory is telling you this story that you know from next week on I'm going to be strong I'm going to be great I'm 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 going to be you know a god and I'm going to have a six-pack and this is going to be my physique and this is going to be my discipline and then you know the day later they're eating McDonald's or or whatever it is and you think wow they're sabotaging themselves no there's probably a values mismatch there in terms of for themselves is a limiting belief which is backed up by some limiting value set that's set up and so it's important that, you know, we don't pick on each other. The most vulnerable person on this journey, other than yourself, is going to be your spouse. Okay, because what you say to them and how you say it is literally going to determine your strategy as to whether or not you get it together together or whether you're heading in different directions. And so it's very, very important that, you know, when, when you're having a look at how to get the key result here, is just the same as um, understanding um, if you want a great exercise program, well then what are the strategies that work for that? And you might say, well, firstly, I need to book myself a beach holiday and know that I'm going to be you know, in an environment that I'm going to be going to the beach every day and I'm going to be wearing um, clothes that aren't necessarily going to be ski jackets and things like that, okay, to cover up and so put yourself in sort of a forward situation of what it is that you want to be like and then allow yourself the process to use your visual cues so what would work for you a full-length mirror um, a set of scales, you know showing visually how much you weigh that day it might be that you cut out a picture of what you want to look like, it might be that you get a photo of what you loved yourself looking like and you keep that in front of you all the time, you put it on the fridge um, you clear out your house of any junk food so when you get the feeling that you want to stray from your diet that there's not any temptations there you want to tell yourself um, about yourself, how great you are, I'm vibrant, I'm healthy, I'm the size whatever sexy babe, um, you know, I've got a six pack and I'm disciplined and all those affirmations. So you want to use all your modalities to be able to support you. You know, when I went off to um, a week at um, Gwingana, which is a beautiful organic health retreat in Queensland, um, what I found was they put us in this environment that could basically educate us about our bodies. Educate us about our hormones, educate us about our eating patterns, our stress patterns and it got my body clock back to a place where it was intended to be and so some, sometimes as couples you need a break from the routine to decide what it is that you want to create and you want to develop a strategy. And the strategies that they used was, you know, every day waking up and and doing some type of um, Tai Chi or Qigong. Um, We did our affirmations. We went for an hour walk. Then we had a healthy breakfast. And then we came back and we did some um, yoga followed by some cardio. And then we did an education lesson. And then it was rest time and nurture time all afternoon and then in bed by 8 o'clock and they got our diet right with organic food and everything was measured out perfectly so we didn't have to think about it. In fact there were no decisions to be made. The most you ever got was two. Would you like to go on a high intensity walk or a casual walk? Would you like to have um, meat today or vegetarian? Like it was very, very easy and even towards the seventh day it was very challenging to even make a decision and you'd, often you'd hear people say, what do you think I should do? You know should you do yoga or should you do chiggle well what do you recommend because you got to a point where you were so relaxed that making a decision was so challenging that the staff just had a strategy that they'd use to get complete relaxation now that's something that when you think about in your relationship imagine if it got so relaxed or so easy that you knew that you put a load of washing on, you go out, your partner comes in, they just hang it out, then they make the beds, you come home, you pick up the task where they left off, and everything works in synergy. You know, especially with little kids. One's halfway between feeding, the other one needs to go to the toilet, there's clothes on the floor, there's, um, you know, things that need to be packed up, there's emails that need to be responded to, there's telephones that need to be answered. You know, it's about being interdependent. And so you can basically work together as a team, you're independent as individuals but you recognize it by being interdependent, there's way more leverage. And you'll be able to create a far, far better result because one is sick, the other one is continuing on working. When one is down, the other one is strong and you start to utilize that synergy and really use it as a form of I guess capital exchange to be able to say okay well you are out there today producing this certain result here's my strategy I've taught it to you before this is what you need to do to get a great result Dads, if you're home with the kids and, and your wife is normally the person with the kids, well, what's your strategy, wives? Have you written it down? I know when my sister-in-law went away, uh, she went away to Canada for, or to Ireland to visit her little brother for eight days, and she wrote out every single day exactly what needed to happen. And by the time she got back, my brother said, well, gee, you waste a lot of time. Your, your strategy is so good. I was, like, completely calm. You should follow your own strategy. And isn't that sometimes the blinding flash of the obvious is that when we teach others what we do and they model it and they get a far better result than what we even get, it proves that we know what we should be doing consciously. But sometimes through teaching it, it heightens our awareness. And that's all that this program has been intended for is to heighten your awareness as a couple. To say, you know, it frustrates me when you do that. And it's not because of what you're doing. It's because internally I'm referencing it as this and it reminds me of this which makes me say to myself this and then that's the overall feeling I'm getting and explain what's going on within the strategy what's the sequence what's the syntax what's the environment that you're placing yourselves in as a couple to get the desired result and so therefore people aren't just happy in marriage they do happy happy is the result there's a strategy to be happy Okay, it's not a magical formula that you get married and it just all works out every single every single year. And I'm sure you're aware of that. Nobody's naive, but couples that you know um, work together and that understand that they're more forgiving of each other, as we talked about in that study that was done. They're more generous with each other. They start to understand that you know when I when I do things in this order in this way, it creates a great result. Therefore, I'm going to consistently do that once a month. So that I can heighten the experience within my relationship and that's what I believe is getting it together together I really believe this week if you set your minds to it and you're deliberate you can understand what strategies worked really well you know I know to get a consistent result what I need to do every single week to be able to set my relationship on the right direction and I also know exactly what I need to do if I want to sabotage that relationship or as such move it backwards, have less joy in the home. I know exactly what, what I need to do in terms of my physiology. I know exactly what I need to do in terms of my, what I need to tell myself and how I need to feel about myself and start to become a bit on edge and start to pick on myself and pick on other people in the house. And it's called interference and what we say is you shouldn't really be interfering where you don't need to interfere. Let people live their own journey and if asked then give your strategy for how you achieve it but otherwise work on your own strategies and then as a couple have a strategy together. And that's really the key to everything, isn't it? To develop these strategies and be able to get it together together. So, have a wonderful week, having a play with that. Use all of the modalities available: visual and auditory, kinesthetic. Get the smells happening—fresh baked bread and beautiful meals—and um, and you know, enjoy the process of um, working as a team. Have a great week.